Well, hello everyone. Happy Wednesday and uh, welcome to my weekly devotional called Straight from the Heart. I'm Steve Childs, pastor at Chartel Church of God, and uh, glad that you're here. Glad that you're joining me today. For those of you who are regular for what I do, uh, you'll notice I'm doing this from a different place. Typically, I record this at church in a little space that we've got, uh, but today, uh, this is not actually Wednesday when I'm recording this. I'm actually recording this on Monday. Uh, I'm going in for orthoscopic knee surgery tomorrow, and I'm not sure how I'll feel on Wednesday, so I wanted to be sure to go ahead and get this done and get this ready for for you um, so that you wouldn't miss it and I'd have a chance to do it while I'm still feeling uh, feeling good. Um, thank you so much. Many of you have, have already emailed me or texted me and tell me you're praying for me tomorrow and I appreciate that so much. Uh, this is just going to be a minor orthoscopic surgery to repair a meniscus. Uh, later this year, I'm going to be going in for a full knee replacement on my other knee, uh, but we'll let you pray for me then when I get to that. Right now, uh, just be praying for this one that all goes well. Uh, while you're jumping on uh, this video, please, as you watch this, uh, put your name in the comments. Let me know um, that you're there. Tell me who you are. Just I always love to see who's who's tracking with me. And uh, anything that you uh, you like, go ahead and do that. And if you like what you hear today, please be feel free to share this video. I love to get the word out to as many people as possible. Um, just kicking off the new year uh, and and uh, starting out uh, last week, I began. Uh, this particular series of messages, I'm going to do about three, I think, of these, maybe four. Um, the, the title of this is called Seven Steps to a New You. And the big idea behind this is the fact that every year, uh, most of us kind of get in mind how we want to move forward uh, as a person. We want to grow. We want some things we want to change about ourselves. Uh, we have areas or ways that we want to move forward in our faith. And um, I, I spent some time thinking about this. I actually did some writing about this in my in my devotional the first week of January. Um, but I want to talk about what does it really take to be that new you that you want to be? What's it really take to become that person? And I kicked it off last week. Uh, I started talking about, first of all, how, when do we change? And uh, you can go back and watch the video from last week. Or if you want the notes uh, from this, you can just put that in the, in the uh, comment lines or email me. I'll be happy to give you the notes on this. But last week, I, I started off by talking about, you know, when when do we change? We'll change when we're forced to change. We're, we change when we have a, some kind of divine revelation from God, and, and we see that and we need to change. We we change when we find something worth changing for. Um, sometimes we change when we just get sick enough of ourselves and say, I need to change. I've got to change. And we change, and this is where I ended with the opening on it. I said we change when we decide that we really want it, and then we strategically plan for it. And then, and this is most important, we follow through on that plan. And uh, I talked about the fact that that's usually the breakdown. A lot of us, maybe even most of us, uh, do New Year's resolutions every year. But those resolutions fall short, sometimes because we're, I, I think maybe we really don't want the change we say we want. Um, sometimes because we don't, we say we want it, but we really don't put a plan in place. But for most of us, we have a good idea, but then we just don't follow through. And change can't happen unless we follow through on it. Then I opened up with the first of the seven steps I gave you last week, and it was this one. Really, you need to start with asking the question, what do I sense God is up to in me? 
What do I sense God is up to in me? There is no one who loves you more than God. There is no one who knows what you need more than God. And there is no one who can help you more than God. And so if you're beginning in this new year really wanting deep change, lasting change in your life, you know, the best place that you can start is at that very first step. And that's just spending some time um, asking God, um, you know, Lord, what is it that you really want to do in me? And what is it really going to take for that change to happen in me? And uh, I kind of wrap that first point up talking about the fact that sometimes God works in the most unexpected and difficult places and in the most unexpected and surprising ways. In other words, sometimes God sees things in us that need to change that we don't see. Um, sometimes God brings to light places in our lives where he really wants to work. Um, and uh, sometimes it's surprising to us. And sometimes the ways that he wants to do that are surprising to us. And I, I really want to encourage you to spend some time with that. Because what I'm going to tell you is that when you really go deep with God with that question, Lord, what do you want from me and to do in me? I promise you this, God is going to take you to some places in your life that you've been trying to avoid. And uh, he's going to do some things in you maybe that have never been done before. Um, step two is when in, 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 the, in the step two in, in the seven steps to, to a new you is this. Decide, and this is a hard one, decide what you're willing to lose in order to possess what you need to gain. Let me say that to you again. Decide what you're willing to do in order to possess what you need to gain. Um, listen to this passage of scripture. This is from Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. It's the story of God speaking to Abram about this new land that he's prepared for him. And it says, And the Lord said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. Now, I want you to hear that again. God comes to Abram and he says, leave. Say that word out loud. Leave. Leave your native country. Leave your relatives. Leave your father's family. And then go to the land I will show you. You see, for in order for Abram to really possess and inherit this magnificent place that God had, for God to do this incredible thing in this incredible area that he wanted to do it in, Abram had to be willing um, to, to, to let go of where he had been. And that's the deal. God can't take you to new places when you won't leave the old ones. Um, and, and let's be honest. Come on, this is just us. Sometimes it's really hard to let go of some of those things that we've been holding on to. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard when we know God wants to do some things in our life and, and we've got some people that that means we're going to have to let go of them. We don't want to let go of them. Sometimes God wants to do some new stuff and we're going to have to let go of some habits that, uh, you know, that we don't want to let go of. Um, sometimes God wants to, you know, make some changes, but it means we have to let go of some of the ways that we've done things. And, and it, sometimes it's not about um, the, the new thing that God has. Sometimes the hardest work is God prying our hands off of these things in our life 
that we're clinging to with all of our might. You can't make room for the new you when you're still clinging to the old you. Can I say that again? You can't make room for the new you while you're still clinging to the old you. Now, I promise you, I don't care who you are, I don't care where you are in your walk of faith, God is constantly creating in our life. He is constantly trying to change us and shape us and make us. And that means we're going to have to be willing to let go of some of these things. You know, I've I've spent um, spent a lot of time working with uh, churches through the years and trying to help particularly churches to move uh, into the 21st century and, and doing things, you know, the way that they need to be done in order to reach a 21st century culture. And, and, and the biggest problem is not that churches can't reach a 21st century culture. The problem is a lot of churches won't let go of the old ways that they've done things because they've made sacred these methodologies. Rather than saying what's really sacred is the word of God and reaching people for Christ. And, and again, we can take shots at churches all we want to, but as individuals, we're no different. There are a lot of things that, <coughs> excuse me, that we hold on to that God wants us to let go of. Um, I love what Paul wrote to the uh, Ephesians in Ephesians 4, uh, 21 to 24. Excuse me. He said, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, listen to what he says, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Now, don't miss this. You know, because what Paul was saying is that, you know, you, you said you stepped into this new life. You've invited the Spirit of Christ to live in you. Um, but there are some old ways that you've lived. And there are some old ways of doing things. There are some old ways of speaking. There are some old habits that you've had. Uh, there are some old attitudes that you've had. And Paul, before he talks about putting on the new you, he says, you know what? You've got to be willing to throw off the old you. Um, you know, it's so, it's so interesting. Um, I'm trying right now uh, in a process, and I'll do a lot better once I get my knee fixed and I can actually uh, exercise, you know, like I, like I really want to. Um, but I've decided I really need to drop about 15 pounds. I've been a little bit too, um, you know, inactive during this whole COVID thing. And, um, and what's interesting is I'm, I'm trying to moderate my eating. I'm trying to uh, be careful what I eat, how much I eat, when I eat, all that kinds of stuff. Um, but the funny thing is it, it reminded me when I was doing this uh, of a, a statement a trainer, uh, a fitness trainer said uh, some time ago, and it just, we just have to get it. He said, you know, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. In other words, when you talk about losing weight, and this is the problem that so many of us have when we take on something like trying to lose weight, is that we forget that losing weight is 80% what you eat and 20% exercise. 
because what happens is we get to the new year and we say, I'm really going to, I'm really going to exercise and that's going to help me to lose weight. Well, we, then we start exercising and you know what happens when you exercise, you start burning calories and your body starts getting hungry. And so the instinct, the instinct is to eat more. You, your body's wanting fuel. Well, uh, and so we don't change. And if you don't change your eating habits to go with the way that you're exercising as well, if you don't moderate what you eat, um, you, you won't lose weight. And which is why so many people get, get frustrated. And, uh, and it's the same thing again on our walk of faith. Um, you can't, you can't be the new you unless you're really willing to let God help you let go of some of that old you that keeps getting in the way. Um, and again, what's a great exercise with this is maybe spending time with, um, with God and honestly, uh, spending time with yourself and maybe one or two people who are close to you. And as you begin to think about this new you want to be, and maybe even ask them hard questions about, you know, as you look at me, what would be some things I, I really want to be the full person of Christ that he wants me to be. What might be some things that you would see that if I really let Christ change, they would really help me in my walk of faith. Man, if you can be that vulnerable and honest, not just with yourself, with God, but one or two other people, I promise you, you'll tie into some things that you can you can throw off. And when you begin to throw off some of that old you, guess what? You can take on some of the new you. Again, you have to decide this. What are you willing to lose in order to possess what you need to gain. Okay. Um, there's a third, third step I want to give you. Step three is this recruit those you need to help you become a new you recruit those you need to help you to be a new you. Now here's the deal. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do this alone. In fact, I'm going to make this statement. Most of us can't do this alone. You know, I don't care, you know, how, how big of a step forward you want to make. If you really want to make significant progress in your journey of faith, if you really have some, some goals to become uh, a new person and walk and live and, and in faith in a new way, then you're almost certain that you're going to need at least some input and help from a few people around you. Proverbs 27, 17, one of my favorite verses, it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So one person sharpens another. Um, one of my favorite favorite sayings I've, I, I've heard is I saw this on a poster some, some years ago at a convention. It says, you know what, if you, if you see a turtle on a fence post, you know he didn't get there by himself. <laughs> Did you catch that? If you see a turtle on a fence post, you know he didn't get there by himself. What's that mean? It's, well, if you see somebody who, who really maybe doesn't have all of that kind of talent and ability, uh, but somehow they reach a height that just seems unreasonable for someone to attain, you know what? You can guarantee they didn't get there by themselves. And, and, and almost all of us, I'm, I'm going to say, let me just say, all of us need people around us who can help us on this journey. And, and again, this is so important because so many of us think we've got to do this 
by herself. In fact, so many of us struggle with, with shame. And so I don't want to tell anybody how I want to, how I'm struggling or, or where I really need to grow. Some of us struggle with pride. I, you know, I, I want people to believe I can do this all by myself. Uh, some of us struggle with fear. What if I tell somebody and I, I really can't do it? You know, all that kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, God said it's not good to be alone. When Jesus sent out his disciples to, to start practicing this ministry, he, was, he sent them out two by two. And the same thing for us. Think about who you need to help you and go about the business of recruiting them to help you become a new you. Now, let me just give you a few examples of the kind of people I know that we need. Um, some of us need encouragers. Some of us need encouragers. Now, there are a few of us that are really self-motivated people. And, uh, you know, we don't need somebody to get us up and get us going. We don't need somebody to ask us how we're doing. Um, you know, that we have that internal voice that just drives us forward. And if you're a strong um, person who doesn't need that kind of encourager, God bless you. Uh, you're wired a little bit different from the rest of us who are a little bit more people-oriented. I'm not saying you can't do it that way because there are people I know that do. But a lot of us, probably most of us, are people who need encouragers in our life, which is why we need some people that we can bring alongside us and we can say, hey, you know, um, I'm going to try. I really want to be a new me. Here are some things that this year I really want to change in my life. And uh, I just get discouraged from time to time. And I just need to know that there are some people who are praying for me. I just need to know that there are some people cheering for me. I just need to know that there are some people who are, you know, who are just kind of give me the little boost along the way. And uh, can, can I count on you to be one of those persons? Could I count on you to put me on your prayer list? Could I count on you that once in a while just to ask me how I'm doing? Can, can, I, can you be one of those persons when I'm down a little bit, I can call and say, hey, I'm just kind of struggling. I, you know, I had a little setback. I didn't reach my goal or I didn't, you know, I didn't do as well as I wanted to do this week or this month. Can, can you be a person that I call and you can ask me, you know, you can just lift me up, encourage me and pray with me. Would you be willing to do that? I, I guarantee you, um, there are people in your life who'd be thrilled to do that for you, but they're going to have to be invited to do it. You need an encouragers, invite some encouragers. You also, some of us need accountability partners. Um, accountability partners are people who aren't afraid to ask us the hard questions. And again, most of us don't like those people, but we need those people. We, we need people with whom we can share some personal goals. We need people for whom we can share some personal struggles or some things that we are wrestling with in our life and that we can say, hey, here's who I'm trying to become. Um, here are some goals that I've set for myself. Here are some things I need to lose. Here are some goals I want to reach. Uh, here are some things that I need to change. Here are some habits I need to break. I'm asking you, would you hold me accountable? Would you ask me from time to time how I'm doing with that? Would you, if you see me acting or doing things that are contrary to this person I want to be. If, if I'm trying to lose weight and you see me eating things I shouldn't be eating, uh, would you ask me that and just say, hey, uh, I thought you were trying to lose weight. Would you, would you be a person who holds me accountable? Now, again, there are people who are willing to do that, but I promise you they need to be invited. Accountability people, when you to you need to invite them in. You need to say, "This is what I want you to do." Now look at me. You got to hear this. And when they hold you accountable, when they ask you how they're, you're doing, when they see you slipping up and they hold your feet to the fire about it, here's what you need to do. Are you watching me? Thank them.
thank them. When you thank an accountability person and you give them positive feedback for what they're doing, um, you let them know that you need them and that they're important to you. Uh, accountability people don't want you to be mad at them. And a lot of people, if you if they hold you accountable and you react and get angry or stomp off, you know what? They're not going to hold you accountable anymore. They're going to let you be on your own. You need accountability people. Some of us need mentors in our life. Uh, some of us have goals that we want to reach or things that we want to achieve or people that we want to become. And you know what? Um, we're not sure how to get there. And we need some people who have been on this path, who have achieved this, and who can guide us on that. Um, and again, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things, I promise you, there are people in your life who are farther down the road than you are with whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Um, people who may be older, not necessarily older age-wise, but they're older in the faith. They're wiser. They've they've had some life and success under their belts uh, with the things of God, and those are great people to go to and say, um, "Can I get together with for coffee with you once in a while? Um, I'd like to just buy you some coffee and sit down and have you talk to me about questions that I've got on this journey of faith." Um, I, I, I'm, here's some of my goals. Here's some where I'm going. And I look at you and there are some things that you do and there's some parts of your life that I really love. And I'm not sure I know how to get there. Um, and if I just make this time, could we sit down together and could I just let you speak into my life and maybe, maybe share some things that will help me take another step or two forward? Um, we need we need mentors. We need people who can do that. I promise you they're there. You just need to find them and you need to ask them. Now, let me flip that around. Some of you are going to be surprised by this, but there are a lot of you who are watching this video right now. And what you need um, are not just mentors, but you need mentees. In other words, you need people who you are guiding. Um, there are some people who are younger in the faith that would be thrilled if you would give them a little bit of your time, uh, a little bit of your knowledge, a little bit of your wisdom, insight, and understanding to help them and encourage them uh, in their walk of faith. Um, and I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Some of you are thinking, well, Pastor Steve, man, I, I can't be a mentor to somebody. I, Man, I've got so many issues of my own. I've got so many struggles of my own. Stop it. Um, all you have to do is be a few feet further down the road than someone else to help the people who are behind you in this journey. Um, none of us are perfect. Look at me. None of us are perfect. None of us have it all together. None of us have every issue in our life solved. Uh, none of us have perfect marriages or perfect walks with God or perfect parents or any of that kind of stuff. But there are a lot of people who just need to know that there's someone willing to help them. And and here's how you can introduce you. If you if you see a young person that you believe in, if you if I if I if you see a young man, if you see a young lady that that you really know has some potential, you see they really have a, a bit of a hunger for God, um, I encourage you to do this. Again, contact them. Ask them if you can meet them for coffee. Sit down with them and just say, you know, I see you're really I just want to tell you how proud I am of the of the steps that you're taking in your faith. I see how you're growing. I see where you're going. And um, you know 
sometimes when I was growing along, I didn't always have people I could talk to. And I just want to make myself available to you. If I can ever help you, if you ever need someone to talk with, if you ever need someone to bounce ideas off, if you ever need someone just to pray with you and to ask God to help, you know what? I just want to make myself available for you. Um, it would mean the world to a few people for just to know that there are is someone out there who sees them, who is there for them, and who opens that door for them to come to. And you know what? I really believe with all my heart that when you pour your life into other people, I believe God honors that gift by pouring more of himself into you. You know who grows? Do you know the people who grow the fastest in their faith? To grow the deepest in their faith? Teachers. It's people who are teaching and imparting the truth. You know why? They have to work really, really hard to have something to share. They have to keep refreshing themselves. And I promise you, when you start mentoring someone, um, it's going to cause you to think more deeply, more broadly, and uh, with a little bit different perspective about your own walk and journey. And I promise you, you will never give away more than God will give you in return. Well, that's three of the, so far, of the seven steps to a new you. I'm going to wrap up with that one today. And uh, hey, just want to remind you of a couple of things before I get off here. I'm going to pray in just a second and then get off here. Uh, but I want to remind you again, any of you who track with our, our Chartel Church of God ministry uh, through watching this weekly video or follow with us online, doesn't matter where you are in the country or where you are in the world, uh, we as a church have bought a membership to Right Now Ministries, uh, Right Now Media. Uh, right Now Media has over 20,000 videos available for personal Bible study for couples, for families, uh, thousands of videos for kids. And our membership uh, gives free access to everyone who is under our umbrella. And so if you're a part of our online ministry and follow with us, you too are welcome to be a part of that. I've had several people ask me, and yes, you are. You don't have to be a present member in Oklahoma City. If you follow or under our umbrella because you've tracked our ministry online, you too are more than welcome to be a part of that. Uh, you can go to our website at Chartier Church.org. I'll find the link there for Right Now Media and then give their uh, email address and just set up your own personal account and then you will have access uh, to that and you can grow like never before. I want this year to be the best year of growth in your walk of faith that you've ever had. Let me pray for you today. Father, I thank you for just this time that we've had uh, this morning. And I pray, Father, that you will just bless those who have been watching today. Um, Lord, every single one of us in our heart of hearts, we really want to grow, become more like you, to be uh, more mature, stronger in our faith, stronger in our convictions of what we believe, uh, stronger and more able to do the things you've called us to do. And Lord, we're talking about these steps to a new, uh, to a new you. And uh, Lord, help us with that. We talked about, you know, being willing to let go of some things, to take hold of the things we need to gain. And Lord, I know that there are some of us that are clinging to things that we need to let go of. And I pray, Lord, for those who have those right now, and they know what they are, that you would give them the ability, Lord, that you would break all of those chains and help them to throw off that old person so that they could begin to take hold of that new person that you've called them to be. And God, we talked today about, about surrounding 
surrounding ourselves with the right kind of people. Some of us have some toxic people in our life, quite frankly, that we need to be walking away from. Uh, but Lord, there are some relationships we have. Lord, we need encouragers. Uh, we need some people that we can approach that can lift us up in prayer. We need accountability people. Uh, we need people, Lord, that can, can pour into us as mentors. And we need people, Lord, that we can pour ourselves into to give away what you're given to us. Lord, it's so amazing but you never considered our lives to be simply something to hold your grace, to be, you never intended for us just to be reservoir of your wisdom or reservoirs of your grace and mercy. You designed our lives to be rivers, that what you give to us would flow through us to others. And so, Father, I pray that we would become those kinds of people. Father, again, I know that those who are watching today have a lot of challenges ahead of them uh, in this new year. But Lord, I pray that they would keep their eyes fixed on you. And I pray that in the precious name, by the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, you would help them to become that new person that you have designed. These things we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, I love you guys. I'll see you again next Wednesday. God bless.